You're listening to the Geek Watch Podcast, episode 16, with your host, Brian Hatcher and Mandy Petrie. Greetings, Geek Watchers, and welcome to episode 16 of the Geek Watch Podcast. I'm Brian Hatcher, and with me as always, Geek Watch's own resident geek goddess, Mandy Petrie. Happy sweet 16, Brian. So, I mentioned this to you yesterday, but I saw something online that moved me to think of you with some compassion and a bunch of pity, because I saw some photographs for the filming of the new season of Doctor Who. <gasps> Yay! And so, they're busy Jody filming. Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker, and she's busy October. filming it. Well, I know that you're currently working on your Jodie Whittaker Doctor Who cosplay. I am. And it's been a pain because, of course, the first picture we get of the costume, the color shading is off, and so the coat looks like it's a different color than it is. Right. First it looks tan, then it looks great. It turns out that it's actually light blue. Well, I saw some pictures and I also saw some camera phone footage of her walking by and I noticed that the coat has a hood on it. Oh, man. And my I... coat does not have a hood. I'll have to either add a hood or switch it up, maybe use my current coat for something else. Yeah, I saw that and the first thing I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me! Seriously. All the cosplayers now, they're going to have to go back and... Redo, Redo it. it. But you know, Brian, I've never been a hardcore, has to be screen accurate with my cosplays. And I'm kind of plus size, so there are very few screen accurate cosplays that I could do. You can cosplay whatever you want, whatever size you are. Right. Whatever. You can do whatever you want, guys. As long as there's a hood on the jacket. As long, yeah. <laughs> God. But I saw that and I just thought, oh, here we go again. You know what? I may not win cosplay contests, but... I will know that I am Jodie Whittaker. There you go. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So I was checking Box Office Mojo because we talked about Black Panther last weekend. And not only did Black Panther have a $100 million second weekend, which is like one of four films to do that, but they're now they're knocking on the door of a total gross of $800 million. I will not be surprised. And that's week two. I will not. I'm, I'm not going to be a bit surprised yeah, if that so happens. There, and it looks like it's a very good possibility that Black Panther may join the Billionaires Club and break wow. a billion. And of course, at this point, Wonder Woman is still the highest grossing origin, origin. film. Mm-hmm. But that was the full run. And so there's a good possibility that Black Panther may overtake that, and that's amazing. Yes. I hope that this is going to be the change that Hollywood's been waiting for, we, we've certainly been waiting for, and that this opens the doors to a, lots of really cool stuff that we'll get a chance to see. I'm it's really so looking exciting. forward to that. So. And we might as well go on straight to it because we uh, did we've promise. Been waiting on, yep. We, we've been promising people. So, welcome to What, what the, the Dead. dead. The part of the podcast where we talk about the show that likes kicking us in the junk. Metaphorically. In the emotional junk. In the feels. In the feels. Kick you right in the feels. The first show of the second half of the season was named Honor. And so anyone who was hoping that maybe this was a dream sequence, that maybe it was a whisperer. You can't whisperer. see me raising my hand right now. Yeah. Whoever, <laughs> everyone who thought maybe there was some way they were going to save Carl in some way. Well, that ship has sailed. That's not going to happen. Carl is dead. I, I should have said this beforehand, but obviously, spoilers. spoilers. 
But by the time you're listening to this podcast, it's going to have been a week. Yeah. Because we release on Saturday and the the show's on Sunday. If you haven't seen it by now. You've seen the spoilers. Yeah. You know, uh... Well, the thing, too, is that they made it pretty clear in all the preview stuff that, yeah, this yeah. is going to be it. And, I mean, they really drove it home. It's like, nope, he's not coming out of this one. And you know what, Brian? When I watched the show... <laughs> And I had, I guess maybe I'd prepared myself for this. I, I didn't cry while watching the show. I was actually okay with it. Nothing like when Beth died or when Glenn died. Like I sobbed, like ugly cry. But when I started seeing the videos of the actors that made videos to say goodbye to Chandler, oh my gosh, Brian, I was, I was just a blubbering baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, during, uh, during the Talking Dead. I didn't stick around for the Talking Dead, but I did see the very beginning of it. With this episode... Like I talked about last week, there was a lot of things that are going to be disappointing to me because there's a lot of great stuff in the comic that, of course, we're not going to get to see now. But that's fine. I've let that ship sail. We're going to look at the show as it is. And I can see where possibly the story in the TV show, although it's not going to go down the same road as the comic, that there's going to be some parallels to it. And that being the case, they may have thought that they want to go ahead and fast forward a little bit and not Mm -hmm. spend as much time as they did in the comic to set up a few things, and that the best way to do that would, of course, be Carl's death. Mm -hmm. And I can see where that may be the case. I think that it is going to start to develop a few things, and moving forward, it's going to influence Rick and a lot of other people in some ways that maybe we're going to be able to see some things in the comic manifest themselves. Now, tell me this, Brian. Do you think that the little boy, Henry, do you think he could be possibly like the new Carl? Maybe they want to put him into that role? I don't think that they have developed that character to do that yet. Although I will say, since you brought up Henry, there was a moment where I was afraid that Carol was going to look at him and say, look at the flowers, Henry. Look at the flowers. <laughs> now, when he took that step, mm-hmm. I mean, it really made me think of Carl season three mm-hmm. when he had to step up and kill people and well, was it, kind of the first well, thing. It, and he talks about that the one kid that he shoots after the kid put the gun down. There's that parallel because you're going back and forth of Carl talking about this world that he envisions and... You have that moment where where Morgan's planning on killing Gavin and Carol and Ezekiel are trying to stop him. Then you have that moment where Henry stabs Gavin and you got Carol's kind of in disbelief, although she knows where all this is coming from. And then Ezekiel, of course, also. But you have that moment. It's like, where is this moment going to take us? Who are we going to be ultimately? Because, and I've said this a lot of times, when it comes to zombie movies, all the way back to... Night of the Living Dead, the zombie movie has always been about what is humanity really. When you take away all the external stuff, society, civilization, when you boil humanity down and distill it, what are we really inside? I mean, are we monsters? Are we survival of the fittest? Or is there something inside of us that naturally transcends that bestial side of our nature? And I think since the beginning, all the best stories in the zombie genre has been analyzing that question and i think in honor that's like the main theme that's running all the way through this it's like you have rick saying i had to do what i what i did there's no going back society is gone and the way that the the world world is yeah this is the way the world is now and what we do is in response to that we don't really have a choice we have to be what we are now because we don't have that choice is this the way the world is or is this the way the world ends yeah And, of course, Carl, he's the other side of it. He's saying, 
No, we get to make that decision. We and can have this utopian future. We could decide to be better than that. And so I think that until the end of the season, I think that's going to be the theme that's going to run through all of these shows is going to be, what are we? Are we monsters? Are we better than that? And that's going to be the big analysis that I think that they're going to go through in the show is to try to figure that out in the world of The Walking Dead. Of course, it was a big shock at the end with Judith and the tomatoes and Negan. And we're all friends and we all get along in this beautiful utopian future. And... Yeah. But that's going to be the big question, I think. And I think it's killing off Carl to get this started. I have to say that this, I consider that a nuclear option. And what I mean by that is this is a very huge step to take to kill off that character, not just because you're losing a powerful, a nuanced, and a very useful character to tell a story as Carl Grimes, but you're also losing a very talented and very seasoned actor in Chandler Riggs. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a tool you no longer have in your toolbox when it comes to telling story. And so if you're going to get rid of a tool that powerful in your storytelling arsenal, it better be for like a really, really, really good reason because, of course, now there's no coming back. It can't. It's a fantasy. Come on, Brian. I'm a denier. This is, <laughs> this is Mandy's denial uh, bit of the of it's the like, show. We could bring him back, uh, but I still say the same thing. Like we could bring Beth back. <laughs> there you go. It's a fantasy. It's it, about we could find a way. Well, <laughs> uh, we'll have to we'll find bring it. the voodoo we'll in br- when it comes to you know science zombies versus voodoo zombies. Maybe that's what The Walking Dead needs. They need the voodoo zombies in. <laughs> well, you did mention that you didn't get a chance to see Talking Dead, but there was a question posed to Chandler Riggs because he was on the show by a member of the audience of how disappointed were you that you didn't get to do the zombie makeup Ah. because he shot himself. Mm -hmm. He didn't get to go full zombie. And Chandler's answer was, well, I'm kind of disappointed, but I'm glad I didn't have to sit through the chair and get all the makeup and get the contacts put in. And Greg was like, "Mm, contact, just one. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) brilliant. Too soon. Too soon, soon. Greg Nicotero. Although, maybe Rick could have a vision of a zombie Carl, and maybe he'll have a hallucination, one of his Rick hallucinations, and he could see a zombie Carl, so Chandler Riggs could come and guest star. There you go. That's very possible. But, of course, now we know that all these fantasies of future Rick, of old man Rick, that these were all things running around in Carl's head. Right. Now that we know. The other thing that we've kind of gotten an, an indication of is, is we get that flash forward of Rick sitting under the tree with all the panes of stained glass with the wound in his side. Strangely enough, in about the same place where Carl was wounded. So something is happening. And of course, he makes that comment, may my mercy overcome my wrath. Which is interesting because, the fir- of course, the first episode at the top of season eight was called Mercy. And the first show on the second half is called Honor. An interesting kind of parallel. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting, again, to see what is going to happen from this point on. Again, they've dropped this nuclear option to, to push the story forward by killing Carl's character off. And like I said before, hopefully they've done this for a good reason. Because, again, you are losing a major character in Carl. Certainly someone who had the ability to push the story forward in a lot of interesting ways. And now he's gone. Deniers aside, he is gone. Sorry, guys. (laughs) They dug a hole and they put him in it. So he's gone. We don't know that. It was just a body wrapped in a sheet. We don't know it was him, Brian. (laughs) Uh, 
let me be in denial. I did. Come on, the, they're the phases of grief. There's the denial and the depression and the anger and the bargaining. Just let me go through them. Well, you know, it's funny because on the Talking Dead, Greg DiCatero talked about how sometimes you have to you hand the script over to an actor and they find out all oh, they're going to kill my character off and they go through all the uh, <laughs> phases of that. Uh, it's an interesting start of a season, and we'll have to see what develops from here. It seems like that their intention is to end the all-out war by the end of the season. Mm -hmm. I could see that. There's this really, this whole episode, you know, there was little, little bit of story, a lot of goodbye, a lot of foreshadowing. So now I think we'll, we'll get, we really, we should have a lot of story in the upcoming episodes. Yeah. Well, they wanted to take their time. I mean, obviously here's a character who deserves it. Who deserves yeah. to take the time to have that farewell. Because, of course, we literally saw him grow up on the show. Mm -hmm. Just a little kid starting out. And he, he was there in the absolutely the first episode. Like the Harry Potter kids. So what happens next? So tell me, uh, source material. Uh, like I said, I don't read the comics. Are they still in production right now? Oh, or yeah. have they ended? Oh, no. They're, there's they're still... Yeah, there's plenty of news. Okay. There's plenty of stuff going on. All in right. fact, some of the stuff that's happening now in the comics has been alluded to in the TV show. I mentioned that last week with the mm -hmm. helicopter. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And <laughs> there's one thing that's happened just recently. I don't want to say it on the air. Okay. I might mention it to you but when we turn the uh, turn the microphones off. It's a sobbing moment. It's one of those hmm. tear-jerking, heart-wrenching moments. Well, Brian, I don't know if you should mention it to me. I don't know if I could handle it. Well, it's all of that for good reasons, not bad reasons. It's not like somebody we really cared about died or something terrible happened or whatever. This is a moment of, it's a moment you don't expect, but it's a moment that is, you're like, oh my God, this is incredible. And I would love to see this in the show. And I guess we'll find out, we'll if, find it, out. if it happens or not. So. so if you're listening to this, tune in tomorrow for... <laughs> <laughs> tune in tomorrow to see... To see The Walking Dead. To see The Walking Dead and see what they're going to do to us next. And because pre there's prepare no for our next... What? The, the Dead? <laughs> and so that will be the end of today's show. Thank you everyone for listening. However you follow us on Facebook, on YouTube, on iTunes, on SoundCloud... I am working on getting a one-stop shop for the Geek Watch podcast, a webpage, geekwatch.net. I'm currently working on that. And so, however you listen to us, if you can give us a rating, let people know about the show. Send us questions. Send, Send us, us questions. requests. Exactly. Things you want to hear us talk about. And so, until next time, for Mandy Petrie, this is Brian Hatcher reminding you that we're all geeky about something. Be proud of yours. See you next time.